What is up, everyone? Back again with another Sports Talk with Cousin Eddie. Today, I'll be covering Super Bowl 54. And as you all know, I'm writing this, reacting to this about two weeks late. But there is a good reason for that. As I've shared, I work in public accounting, so I'm a virgin by default. But no, on the real, it's it's been busy as shit. And I haven't even had a day these past two weeks to open up my personal laptop. So here I am finally getting to it. But yeah, really the last two weeks, it's just been Excel spreadsheets, Google Sheets, uh, no WordPress, no Anchor podcast for me. But never mind all that. Let's Let's get into this football. So this season just overall was a ton of fun to cover. I think that the NFL might have actually passed the NBA for me as my favorite sport to watch. You know, I think there was a lot of a lot of this league moments with like Miles Garrett, Antonio Brown. It's it's certainly a fun and entertaining thing to see. Um so yeah, the the whole year was filled with a ton of excitement and I think the Super Bowl it was no different, of course. So just some background on what I did for the game. I <clears throat> went to my first Super Bowl party since since high school really. So it was cool to eat wings, drink some beer. Uh, a lot better than just having piles of homework and shit to do over the weekend. But before I say anything else that's meaningless, I say we just dive right into these matchups. So uh, here we go. And what a game this was. Super Bowl 54, Super Bowl LIV. I saw a lot of people making those live puns with the spelling of it. So thought that was pretty stupid. But... Uh, the Chiefs won, by the way, for anyone who might have missed the Super Bowl or if you were at church or something, then I could see why you didn't see the game. But it was funny. I mean, with these two teams, I expected a higher scoring game. The Chiefs, as we saw in that fourth quarter, they can score and put up points so quickly. They're kind of like the Ducks back when they had Chip Kelly. And then the Niners, they've also proven that they can do work against poor defenses and Apparently they can do it without even throwing the ball, as we saw them against Green Bay. But, uh, I mean, it was a little different. Just like last year's Super Bowl, things were things were pretty slow, sluggish, mellowed out for a, a majority of the game. I mean, you could tell there were some nerves from both quarterbacks. Pat Mahomes, he missed some easy throws in his first few drives. Um, and even on a few screen passes, he was overthrowing his receivers which he looked kind of like Trevor Lawrence in that college football championship game but uh he I mean he didn't physically look like Trevor Lawrence he Pat Mahomes doesn't look like a female but he he did throw like Trevor on his first few drives and then Jimmy G he had his fair share fair share of mistakes um as expected though from him like everyone knew that he kind of got his ass carried to the Super Bowl uh, because the Niners defense was just that damn good that they could take them all the way there but I won't give Jimmy G all the blame for this for the Niners losing I mean there are a lot of questionable coaching decision decisions made by Kyle Shanahan as well Um, and I think especially at the end of that first half when he chose not to use his timeouts when his team had the ball with like a minute 30 left and they definitely could have put at least somewhat of a drive together. Like, you know, it's a bad sign when 
you don't trust your QB enough to drive down the field and at least get a field goal opportunity. And yeah, I get that Jimmy G, like he is a pretty shitty QB, but I feel like you still have to take that chance when you're playing a team like the Chiefs. And sure, if there were like 10 seconds left when they got when they got the ball back, then <clears throat> then I understand maybe just taking a knee. But if you have like near two minutes, why not run the two-minute drill and like try and put up some points for yourself? You're playing against probably the best offense in the NFL. And even though the Niners did do a good job overall of uh, keeping Pat Mahomes in check, you just knew that the Niners, you know, they they were fucked because they were just playing for the tie. And my my biggest issue with Kyle Hurley Hat Shanahan is that he's always being cautious when he should be aggressive, as we saw in that first half, but then he's always being aggressive when he should be cautious. Like, he just never knows when to do the right thing. And, like... For example, all he had to do was run the ball in that second half of the 28-3 Patriots Super Bowl. And then tonight, I'm not saying that they should have run the ball every play of that fourth quarter, but it probably wouldn't have hurt if they ran the ball every play of that fourth quarter. This might be a bit of an overstatement, but you are gambling your life away by letting Jimmy G throw the ball, especially late in the game there. But... I don't know, before the half, the game looked like it was going to be just a massive slugfest. I don't think anyone would have predicted just a 10-10 score, seeing as both these teams had put up 20-plus points in the first half alone of each of their conference championship games. But So I don't know what it is about the Super Bowl that just causes these explosive offenses to just shit the fucking bed. Like it's just like we saw with the Rams last year and how, you know, Jared Goff, Gurley, those guys couldn't do anything. Um but I guess moving on to past halftime when when the Niners took that lead in the third, um, I mean, I think people were trying to think of who the Super Bowl MVP would be and no one really had a clue. I mean Jimmy G, like I've I keep harping on him, but he wasn't good their run game got kind of shut down for the most part. It wasn't like Mostert in uh, the NFC Championship game when he had like four TDs. Um, and then on defense, I mean, they did really well in general, but there wasn't like one standout player. It's not like Nick Bosa had multiple sacks or anything. Um, but thankfully, the Niners made it much easier for the MVP selection committee when they when they blew that big lead. And when I say blowing their big lead that that should sound pretty familiar for bay area fans it's funny because i think almost everyone thought it was over for kansas city in that fourth quarter when mahomes threw that second pick they went off tyree kills hands you know i'd say nearly everyone thought that that right there was the game they had put together a great drive they were looking to cut into that niners 10 point lead and then once they turned it over i think a lot of people thought you know, this just isn't their night. And I'm sure Joe Buck probably said something uh, along those lines, uh, as he generically always does. But fortunately for the Chiefs, they had Kyle Shanahan, Jimmy G, ready to hand the Super Bowl trophy over to him. Um, like I mentioned with Shanahan, he's he's always aggressive at the wrong times. And as we saw in that Falcons-Patriots Super Bowl, 
And as we saw um, just in general, you have Raheem Mostert on your roster, and instead he just goes, you know what, let's let Jimmy GQ go to work, Uh, just like he went and let Matt Ryan go to work. But, you know, going into this game, we all knew Jimmy G would have to step up in order for the Niners to have any chance. There's no way he could get away with throwing the ball eight times like he did in that NFC Championship game. And the Chiefs' run defense is, you know, they're light years better than what the Packers had. And so after this loss and after his poor performance in that fourth quarter, you have to wonder for the Niners, like, what their plan is moving forward in the offseason. You know, all all season long, people like Stephen A. And granted, people who don't know a ton about football, they were saying that, Jimmy G was the weak link to this team, but I mean, to be honest, watching the Super Bowl, he kind of proved that. Like, if they had an elite quarterback, then I feel like they they could have run run away with this thing pretty easily. Um, but you know, enough talk about the Niners. They lost, and I'm sure they'll be back in a similar position next year, hopefully with a better QB, hopefully with a new coach too, someone who who likes football more than skating and counting Hurley inventory. But the real story of this game, it, it's got to be Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid, two people who deserve to have this moment. And I really think that they do have a dynasty on their hands. This team, they just they don't quit. They got down big against the Texans and fired right back in that second quarter. They got down against the Titans in that first quarter, first half, and they came back. Then in the Super Bowl, biggest moment, they were able to put up 21 points in that fourth quarter against probably the best defense in the league, I would argue. And I would almost compare the Chiefs to the like the 2016 Warriors or those Warrior teams that it was inevitable that they would make a run. The way that the Warriors would score in like the third quarter, they'd always make that big run. It's kind of the same with the Chiefs in which they can catch fire and then put up like three scores within an instant, as we saw in the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl where they were kind of getting bottled up all night and then they just, you know, nutted and exploded in that fourth. Um, And so all in all, just to wrap this up, I'm happy for Kansas City, happy for both Mahomes and Andy Reid, who will now probably get that Brady-Belichick comparison for years to come as long as they keep killing it. But, yeah, overall, I mean, this year of football was a ton of fun to cover, and it should be interesting to see what the XFL has in store for us now. But, as always, want to thank you all for, for taking a listen, reading my stuff, and I'll be back again next week for more sports-related content. All right, thanks.